Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Culture Club. We're going to talk about Milan Design Week. It's the biggest annual design event in the world. And it returns this year from the 17th to the 23rd of April. Now, six of Singapore's most talented designers will be featured on the world stage next week. The exhibition is titled future impact and it celebrates our city's forward-looking design as well as its positive impact on everyday life. We're going to find out a little bit more about this on the line with me right now is Joe So, who's the Deputy Director Industry Development Office for Design Singapore Council. Joe, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. Thanks a lot for taking the time. Love talking about this. Uh, navigating Milan Design Week. It is the largest design event in the world. Could you share with us, I mean, about what Milan Design Week is all about? Why is it one of the biggest design events in the world? What's the pressure that comes with it? Sure. Milan Design Week is widely regarded as the annual design event in the world. So people come from all around the world to be inspired and to seek new trends happening at Milan Design Week. And the whole city comes alive. So there's design activities, exhibitions, talks throughout the city in the different neighborhoods. And collectively, they're known as Fiori Salone. I hope I didn't butcher that word. Uh, But Future Impact is one of the events in Fiori Salone. And we're going to be at this building called the Bastioni di Porta Venezia in the Porta Venezia Design District, which is an up-and-coming neighborhood that's got a really diverse and eclectic range of exhibitions. Your Italian is excellent. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounds amazing, and I've only seen, you know, clips of all this on, on TV or even YouTube. Let's talk a little bit about how the Singaporean designers or Singaporean designs were chosen to represent our country. Yes, so Design Singapore Council, we believe that Singapore design is here to show how everyone, how design can make our lives better. So with this in mind, we work very closely with our curators, Tony Chambers and Maria Cristina Didiero. And we curated six, the six designers that you mentioned earlier, Mm. who would bring to life our city's forward-looking design approach and our positive impact in everyday life. So these six designers have really unique visions and they're a mixture of established and younger names and they have responded to our call with fresh works that show how design can be augmented with with technology, my apologies, while emphasizing the urgent need for sustainable practices. Mm. Okay, Joe, here's a kind of simple yet can be a bit complicated type of question. You see, there is this, I mean, just just looking at Singapore, there is this culture that, you know, design isn't something you go to or or get get into if you want to get rich in life. Yet at the same time, we've got this exhibition. In in your opinion, how does it put Singapore in the spotlight as, as a hub of innovation and creativity then? Hmm. I think that, well, being a fashion designer in my past life myself, I think design has really evolved from the days when we're talking about design as furniture or clothing. And because now design truly is is seen as a methodology to solving, I guess, life's problems. So Singapore itself is created by design. We are naturally a hub of innovation and creativity. And we address pressing global topics like sustainability and evolution of craft and technology. So we are a thriving hotbed of design 
in this definition. And uh, in fact, I believe we have coming up Wendy from Forest and Whale. She is also in the show and she's presenting a project called Wallflower, which is mm. pretty amazing. It's seeds. Oh, I'll let her talk more about it, I suppose. But yes, so Singapore is a thriving hotbed. Joe, you know, you mentioned sustainability. And, and yes, it is true. You know, design is trying to solve problems uh, around climate change. Tell me a little bit and expand this a little bit for me. The conversation around sustainability in the design world. What is it like these days? It's basically around, it goes beyond just materials. It goes in towards our practice as well. The way we view the entire business model, the production, the value chain. So it permeates everything that is being done and it permeates the way we live, we learn, we work. And um, that's how design is solving problems. And so I, thought, I know it sounds very um, you know, abstract and broad, but that clearly shows why design has a role to play throughout our lives and in, in a topic of sustainability. Mm, that is so true. Okay, Joe, let's get back to this conversation about Singapore being a hotbed for talent over the years. Contemporary design scene here in Singapore, could you talk to us a little bit about that and, and what that identity uh, represents? Well, as I was saying, our design here is all about solving problems and making our lives better through mm. our daily lives. So, for example, um, we have Pinnacle at Duxton, which has, oh, yes. you know, re-looked at high-density living and has received our President's Design Award back in 2010 for basically presenting public housing with an am- amazing views and amazing amenities and just a new way to live. And even Design Singapore Council's own program, Good Design Research, we have a participant called Claudia Pohl. She has a brand, a fashion brand for adaptive fashion line, sorry. And she's pushing the boundaries on how people can get dressed for the mobility challenge patients and to be able to dress themselves. And it gives them a sense of dignity. So with this kind of examples, you can see that the Singapore identity for design is really all about positive impact on people and the environment. All right. And on the line with us right now is Wendy Chua, who's the founder and creative director for Forest and Whale. Wendy, good afternoon. How are you? Hello, good afternoon. Yeah. Hi, hello from Berlin. Oh, hello from Berlin. Beautiful place to be in. Okay, you, so tell us a little bit about how you feel about being one of the designers representing Singapore in Milan. Tell us a bit about Forest and Whale. Well, we are humbled to be selected. We have been exhibiting in Milan on and off since 2007 for more than 15 years now. But I think it's even more meaningful to do it this year because the world is emerging from the pandemic and people are really seeking new ideas for the way forward in times of uncertainty. So you are one half of the design duo behind this design practice. Uh, your project is uh, Wallflower and it will showcase that future impact. Could you tell us a little bit about the concept here? So Forest and Whale is co-founded by Gustavo Maggio, my Italian Argentine partner and myself, as a design practice to create impact in social and environmental care and to kind of imagine future narratives for public education. And some of our clients include Rainbow Center, mm-hmm. Red Dot Design Museum or Scantic. So Wallflower, in a way, builds on these ideas of imagining our home gardening experience in a sort of good enough life. So like if we have less and we are 
able to have delayed gratification by, by growing herbs from the seeds. It basically transforms seeds into art by creating this poster that has this little color chips that you can tear off in order to germinate the seed paper. Mm-hmm. And it's a subtle reminder for us at home to rekindle our relationship with nature. Ah, that's very nice. Uh, very well put there, Wendy. Joe, let's get back to you. We were talking about Singapore as a hotbed for talent, and I'm going to get Wendy's opinion on this in just a while. But mm-hmm. Joe, <laughs> here's that question again. Is there enough support in Singapore for designers? How can we better support local designers? I would say just just buy this stuff. <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> I mean, definitely buy the stuff. Um, but because design goes beyond just stuff, as in physical products. Mm. And as a national agency for design, we, you know, as I said, believe that design is infused into every aspect of how we live, work and play. So well, what we do is we work closely with our industry stakeholders. We work with a larger ecosystem of design uh, um, education systems, uh, institutions, and as well as the design community themselves. So I mentioned Good Design Research earlier, uh, mm-hmm. and that's a program that we run every year. And we have two open calls a year where designers are given mentorship, support, and a grant of up to $50,000 for deep research to create some solutions and prototypes to make positive impact. And, um, and in fact, we also provide scholarships for design students and graduates, postgraduates. In fact, two of our designers at the Future Impact are Design Singapore Council scholars. Tiffany Loy, who received to do scholarship to do her MA in textiles at Royal College of Art. And Wendy here is also a scholar, clearly in Berlin, and she's studying the Masters of Open Design. I love that title. Wow. <laughs> and also, we always seek opportunities to showcase our Singapore design internationally. Um, an example is uh, the Milan Design Week that's coming mm-hmm. right up. And I must say, we have a massive event in Singapore, Singapore Design Week in this September. And all of this that we're doing, if anyone wants to find out what we're doing to support the local Singapore design scene, you can follow us on our social media and we've got a monthly newsletter you can find up on our website. Mm, Joe, I'm definitely there for Singapore Design Week. Can't go to Milan right now because i got to work. But I think it's great that we're able to talk about this and talk about the mentorship that's so important. Uh, Wendy, could I get your take as a designer? How important is mentorship? Well, it's, it's really, really important. And in fact, in the in the last decades, designers used to apprentice with master designers in mm-hmm. order to learn their skills. And it wasn't always the route of academic pathways. So I have a few mentors in my right. career that was that played an important role. Yes, I'm sure. And it's very interesting where we are at right now when we talk about design because now we've got technology. Tell us a little bit about how technology intertwines with impactful design solutions. Well, in our, in our project for Wallflower, for example, um, which started as a seed paper poster, it has also, through this Milan Design Showcase, allowed us to create a collaboration with Fat Park in London, where we are creating 3D printed pots made of terracotta clay, so 3D printing ceramics, and exploring other you know, forms of plant pots that can uh, support this herb growing system at home. And I think all this rapid prototyping that is entering so quickly into people's lives is, is definitely helping to turn ideas uh, into more tangible prototypes that people can immediately test out and and, and try. Yeah, you talk about tangible prototypes. Joe and I had a nice long conversation about sustainability and, and, and the impact it plays in today's design world. What are your thoughts? You know, designers incorporating sustainability into their design, into the production. How important is this? Extremely important. I mean, it has come to a point where we can no longer ignore it. I mean, we used to be more of the philosophy that um, if you design for longevity, it is good enough. 
you know, a product has a longer lifespan, it can last for a long time is great. But now I think you have to consider everything from production to how you deal with the waste later on. And that's also why we were, when we were involved in a good design research project, we were working on reuse concept for Singapore in order to reduce disposables coming from our food delivery systems. And I think we have to consider how to make everything we produce more sustainable, for sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Joe, just getting back to you, Joe So, of course, is Deputy Director, Industry Development Office for Design Singapore Council. The thing about being in design and, and this industry is about pushing boundaries. What are you most excited about when it comes to Singapore designers pushing boundaries? I am excited, especially excited about for the works that the six designers at uh, Milan Design Week will be showcasing. Our six Singapore designers, very proud of them. Of course, uh, Wendy included. And I mean, for example, Nathan Young, he's featuring some pieces from his bent onyx work. So onyx, in the past, you would have had a a big block. You would have chipped it down. You waste a lot of materials. He's actually working with technology that bends stone. And that, to me, is just amazing. So it creates beautiful pieces that are functional and yet stand alone themselves as fine art. Mm. At the same time, minimizing use of materials. So I think things like that is a very good example of where Singapore is actually heading. And that's why I'm really happy to be part of the team that is putting together the show to bring this works to the public's eye, both globally and on an international stage. I, I can't wait to see photos of this uh, Milan Design Week uh, online. I'm excited now. I've been speaking with Joe So, Deputy Director, Industry Development Office, Design Singapore Council, as well as Wendy Chua, who is Founder and Creative Director for Forest and Whale. Joe and Wendy, thank you so much for your time. Take care and have a great uh, Monday evening. Thank you so much. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.